Hello, my name is Özlem Sarıoğlu and this is The Coaching Program, sponsored by Sparkas, a coaching tech company that optimizes coaching and mentoring solutions for cultural transformation, talent and leadership development within organizations. Welcome to the show. Hello, coaching passionates around the globe. Welcome. You're listening to The Coaching Program, the show that brings you tips and tricks of designing and implementing successful coaching programs within your organization. I'm your host, Özlem Sarıoğlu, a professional coach and co-founder of Sparkas Digital Coaching Platform, which scales meaningful coaching experiences to larger audiences within organizations. Today, my guest is someone close to home, my business partner and co-founder of Sparkas, Dani Ben-Reytan is here with me, and we'll discuss the very hot topic of coaching technologies. So, Dani, welcome. It's great to have you here uh, as a guest. Um, can you just, you know, I just made a very short intro, but can you introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, everyone. Uh, as Özlem mentioned, I'm the co-founder of Sparkus. My name is Dani. I'm responsible from the product side and the design process of uh, Sparkus coaching platform, as well as program design of some of our clients. I'm the one you come to when there is a need for a new implementation, something new or something to be fixed in the program. I'm the designer, let's say, and the tech guy of Sparkus. And, you know, since you mentioned that you're the tech guy, uh, I would just uh, generally ask, uh, we know that coaching technologies are uh, very much on the spot right now, so it's a newly developing field. So what kind of solutions are there covered under the title of coaching technologies? Okay, let me walk you over a few of the areas of coaching uh, implementation with tech. First of all, the, the first thing comes to mind when we talk about coaching technology is actually coaching technology solutions of uh, internal marketplaces for coaching. So these are basically uh, replicas of uh, admin tools that most of companies are addressing with Excel files or some, some sort of forms. These solutions actually take over that administration case, match the employees with the most adequate coach and they track the sessions as well as uh, the development progress on the platform. So these are what I call coaching marketplaces or internal coaching marketplaces. Uh, the second end of the tier is action-based coaching uh, with some AI capabilities or without some AI capabilities. These are coaching tools that somehow resembles coaching, but not 100% what we understand from coaching. These are tools to help user or employee to get in action in certain areas. For example, it might be a, a feedback coach that with some AI capabilities reminds the leader to give feedback uh, or reminds the leader to give in a certain way a feedback to their employees, or uh, another example might be reminders of development actions, you know, take some actions towards this development area, or it might be just a coach to remind you uh, to stop and take deep 
breaths. It's like smartwatches reminding you uh, some sort of behavioral change. These are mostly and exclusively based on scalable technologies, somehow process data that in turn generate some, some sort of nudges that in turn uh, have a kind of either behavioral change or taking some sort of action. So these are AI tools and a subgenre of this tools may be chatbots where you go in, ask some questions and the decision tree programmed in the backend help you direct you into the right content uh, or into the right reminder that helps you solve your problem. So this is a third kind of coaching technology solutions where the chatbot or the technology itself assess data, get some input from your side and in turn gives you an output of an action or any kind of uh, direction that helps you to decide easier. These are more, mm-hmm. more or less uh, work like a decision tree. Uh, mm-hmm. A quick uh, example of this is actually, we can see in training coaching and learning coaching. Mm-hmm. So it can be integrated to LMS or it can be integrated to any kind of training or action set that user can log in answer a couple of questions and the, the technology direct the user to the right solution and in turn, if it's integrated into an LMS, that solution might be a curated set of uh, trainings that he or she can benefit from based on the answers they give. So these are, let's say, uh, decision enhancers. Mm-hmm. So a little bit like Netflix for... Um, yeah, it, it works like a Netflix, you know, like um, actually there are better tools than Netflix to help you find the right content to watch at that time. For example, mm-hmm. uh, there are mood-based Flix uh, search in the internet that can filter your Netflix content based on what you need right now. So... Mm-hmm. Um, do you know this, this feeling when you go into Netflix, you spend around half an hour or to an hour to try to find what to watch and you just exhaust yourself and close the TV or switch to YouTube, mm-hmm. watch some short uh, movies and go to sleep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, these tools actually help you benefit from that Netflix side. Yes, mm-hmm. Netflix gives you AI-based recommendations, but... Again, the decision support tools helps you to filter a vast uh, set of options to mm-hmm. a focus point. And yeah. uh, so these are three basic coaching tools that is available in the market. And there's a fourth kind uh, mm-hmm. where Sparkus uh, resides in actually. This is a mix of uh, technologies that actually focuses on coaching experience rather than managing the admin side or uh, directing the decision. So these tools actually focuses on the definition of coaching made by ICF, International mm-hmm. Coaching Federation, which includes the word partnering with the employee mm-hmm. to drive the development and to drive the success of the process. So these tools, again, Sparkus is one of them, 
helps the employee experience coaching beforehand of uh, coming together with the coach. Mm -hmm. So the technology helps the employee to uh, get a taste of coaching as well as generate their uh, coachable content. Mm -hmm. So it's not only a set of questions that are a set of multiple choices. These are open-ended questions, open-ended exercises that in turn actually mimic a real-life coaching session mm -hmm. that prepares the employee to receive coaching as well as generates a report of the content generated by the employee for the coach or whoever will be the, uh, the coach in that program to help direct their time together to generate most impact. So it's a blended approach. There are some tools that uh, implement this kind of solution. You can see some sort of leadership development tools, culture yeah. tools that let's say, uh, tiptoe around uh, this type of approach. And just to, you know, like, uh, I don't want to brag about it, but again, Sparkus is, a, is the solution that benefits from design of mimicking a real coaching experience into tech. Uh, therefore, uh, there are some other benefits to scale coaching within that realm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're the designer, so you can probably uh, brag about it, uh, thinking about the, the design side. Uh, just a quick uh, storytelling to the listeners. Uh, Danny came up with the idea of uh, digitalizing the coaching process. And me being a professional coach, I said like, oh, come on, it's not possible. It's a very human-to-human -human, uh, interaction and uh, you cannot digitalize the process. Uh, but actually, Danny convinced me that it, it's, it is possible. And of course, not just Danny, but once you go out there and people experiencing it and, you know, as a coach, seeing what the effect is uh, and how it actually uh, not only measures, but also improves coachability uh, for the people who are going through it um, made me believe in um, this whole idea. And yeah, now we are here for that. Just to work on your point, uh, actually Sparkus is designed to partner with the employee mm -hmm. to help them grow in their own journey, to help them continue in, in their journey. So the, the basic idea at the seed, at the core of Sparkus is actually uh, is parallel to what ICF defines coaching. Yeah. So the, the platform actually kickstarts the coaching pro process right in the platform. That's where Sparkus fits in, actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you mentioned uh, the design of it. We, we just talked about the design a lot. So uh, maybe not just speaking in terms of the in terms of what Sparkus does, but generally speaking, because our uh, audience is responsible to run, most of them probably are responsible to run coaching programs. So I would just like to take the perspective a little bit uh, broader. How do you design a program, a coaching program uh, for clients? Actually, to design a successful uh, coaching program, it's good to use design thinking tools. 
uh, not only because I'm a designer, but because I know it works. First thing you do, you mm -hmm. make a list of all the stakeholders in the program. Who is, who is the coachee? What are the personas of this coachee group? Which employees are, are the body of that you know, like uh, coaching program? And who are the fringe personas? So you make a list of stakeholders and you make a sub list of personas for that program. Uh, and that's the starting point. So from that point on, uh, it's great to do some inside meetings with those personas. You don't have to, um, you don't have to go on uh, full fetch and make an interview with every user. You can select the personas and, you know, like at least have a couple of uh, inside meetings with them. The point uh, where you feel like you are hearing the similar things again and again, that's the point you can say, okay, we did enough inside meetings. With those inside meetings, you understand the needs, uh, internal resistances, and what motivates uh, those personas to do as you want and to um, drive them forward in the program. So that's what I recommend. Uh, and after uh, generating enough ideas, it's great to uh, test and pilot. And uh, in the testing and piloting stage, I recommend to use agile tools, as agile as possible, because with the first uh, implementation, you learn a lot. Uh, I know some of our listeners will say, I cannot do any kind of pilot. I will run the program in a large scale. So I strongly recommend to select you know, five to 10 users, maybe if the, uh, if the scale is really large, then 50 users run a couple of cohorts before launching the program and learn from uh, running the program. And uh, at the end of the pilot, implement what you learn from that pilot. Actually, at the end of each cohort, implement as much as possible your learnings. That is actually key to a successful project because successful projects are not successful because they start successful. They become successful along the way with these tweaks and uh, improvements. So that's the problem. Yeah, and yeah, I what I learned working with you. Uh, you know, this the, this is the beauty of working with a designer. Maybe uh, was actually to throw away all the success stories and throw away all the, uh, you know, we know it all. We've done it in other places, kind of a mentality, but really to start from scratch. Uh, just you know, going there and saying like, okay, it probably won't work. Let's find a way how it will it will really work. So I really I was inspired by that uh, when working with you. Um, and then let's say the I also liked what you said about the cohorts because sometimes you know pilots are not possible uh, all the time. You have to start something for the whole team, but at least. Even then, just starting with cohorts is a good one, just to try at least the first cohorts as a um, as a mini pilot. I mean, you know it yourself as the running people, but um, that's also an important point. And the other 
question that we have a lot, especially when we're talking about HR and technology coming together. Uh, when an organization is embarking on any HR tech solution, um, doesn't necessarily have to be a, a coaching solution, but the IT infrastructure, um, security, GDPR, those are all, all important considerations. And I know that sometimes with the um, concerns around that, uh, you know, HR basically don't even want to look into that uh, perspective of like how to digitalize it, saying like, oh, it will be a big, big chunk of events. Um, so how, how, how to handle these issues more smoothly? What would you say? Um, first of all, select a good vendor. Uh, it's a short, short answer, but uh, one step yeah. further, um, it's important to understand each client, each, um, each project is different and each company has their own uh, IT expectations. So the starting point, in my opinion, uh, might be to partner up with, with the right uh, vendor, understand their capabilities. Uh, mm -hmm. For example, if you're an enterprise client, you will have enterprise level needs in terms of IT. And you need, a, you need to partner up with a vendor that, is, uh, that has that know-how. Uh, mm -hmm. And the second part of it is to put in contact uh, your IT department with the vendor as soon as possible. You know, don't wait for the approval. You know, most of vendors will be happy to meet with your IT team beforehand so they can understand the real requirements, the inner culture, what is possible and what is not. So it's not only requirements, it's uh, also uh, to build up, build up that trust with the IT. That takes time, uh, you know, I remember with one of our projects, it took around a couple of quarters to build up that trust. Mm -hmm. Until then, we started with uh, small trials as well as going with the pilots again. Mm -hmm. However, on the other hand, it's, it really uh, is important to partner up with a vendor that knows about data, security, mm -hmm. GDPR, mm -hmm. A basic question that you can ask, are you having your uh, periodical penetration tests? Mm -hmm. That's the key question that you, you can mm -hmm. ask to any, any vendor. If, if they are serious about it, they will have a periodic pen tests done by an um, impartial security company. Mm -hmm. I know, you know, like the other question that you can ask, how do you protect the data? Because, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, in this digital world, no data and no cyber security is unbreakable. Mm -hmm. However, there are some options that you can use to protect the data of your users, mm -hmm. even if the data is uh, somehow breached or uh, somehow your cyber securities fail. Encryption is one of them. Detaching users from their data is one of them. So there are different methods there. Mm -hmm. What I recommend to HR professionals is to ask these questions, you know, get a basic know-how and include IT as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. What you mentioned uh, is important in terms of 
uh, getting the uh, experience of enterprise, uh, if you're an enterprise, having the uh, a vendor that has the experience there. Uh, what I also experience a lot is out of the fear that, you know, those um, issues won't be addressed by uh, smaller vendors. Uh, sometimes enterprise level clients go to enterprises also, uh, like big names go to big names. Uh, while at the same time, there is always these question marks about flexibility uh, of the vendor. And so uh, maybe it's also important to note that there are flexible vendors out there who are uh, who know who to how to work with uh, enterprise level clients. So maybe broadening the perspective of the listeners uh, in terms of uh, what to look for in a vendor. On one level, there is you know the awareness about the process, uh, but also there is the the flexibility. I believe. So what would you say around that? Just to work on that point, it it is really important for you to work with the right vendor. But before that, I believe it is imperative to understand that the future is digital mm. and the future is now. So we cannot prepare ourselves for near future in HR uh, with tools of 90s or uh, 2000s. So you have to use new tools. Mm -hmm. Uh, you have to have a set of solutions that you can rely on. Mm -hmm. And the trend is going uh, in a two-tiered vendor structure for any kind of uh, company, either enterprise or scale-up or startup or just a family business. You have to have a core HR mm -hmm. solution. Mm -hmm. And that core HR must deliver a certain level of consistency. That means... You have to work with a HR solution that might be around for a long while. On the other hand, uh, you have to implement agile solutions in order to address the the elasticity that you mentioned. Mm, yeah. That agility that most of you will require, most of HR professionals will require. And in that case, you have to find the right balance between uh, onboarding the new tools and utilizing the already in place tools for the goals that you already have. In my experience, it's really difficult to address all the issues with just one solution. Mm -hmm. If that solution is uh, that's reliable, that means it's too slow because most of the core HRs, they only implement the things that everybody will use mm -hmm. not to become to blow to as a as a software, so you have to implement smaller, uh, let's say, in scale uh, solutions in order to address your new needs. Mm -hmm. Just my recommendation is: uh, do not hesitate to embark on dialogues with medium-sized or small-sized solution vendors mm -hmm. if they have the experience to work with any kind of enterprise. Believe me, if they solve uh, any enterprise issues, mm -hmm. they can solve your issues as well. That's the mindset. Mm -hmm. And that completes the first part of our discussion with Danny about coaching technologies. In this first part, we focused on the initiation, design and development of coaching tech projects. Next week, we will continue our discussion on how to implement and follow up. 
Stay tuned. So thank you all for joining us on this episode of the coaching program. Make sure to subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're having your podcasts. If you found this conversation helpful, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or you can simply tell a friend about the show who might benefit from it. Be sure to tune in for our next episode next week, and let's all create more meaningful coaching experiences for everyone. See you all.